0: Hey, spooky friends. Spooky, spooky friends. How are you guys doing? How are you doing, Kat? Oh, you know. No, I'm just kidding.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's still hot. I can tell yes. you that. <laughs> summertime. I can't complain, though, because I hate the winter. So I just need to shut my pie hole and enjoy the warm weather. I, I do, too. I mean,
1: I would, I would absolutely hate Ohio winters. Um, mm-hmm. I love southern winters because there's no snow and it. it's not really that cold for that long. Um, but And I still don't even mind the heat. It's just when your downstairs AC is out, it's like extra yeah. sweaty. <laughs> yeah.
0: The boob sweat is real, guys. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So today we're going to talk about some submitted stories. So I've got one um, couple that were submitted to me through email which if you want to do that it's Cynthia at TrueHauntings.com and, and I
1: will be reading from a couple submitted stories from our Facebook group
0: yes yes because if you join the Facebook group you can also post your spooky stories there and it may possibly be read on the show boop, boop. so these people will be hearing their stories on the show Congratulations. <laughs> <laughs> but um, just to mention real quick, uh, we will be doing an episode here soon in the next couple weeks, maybe, on the book that I wrote. I did publish a book three years ago. That... She's a published freaking <laughs> author, you guys. Uh, it's Amazon true. and everything. Right. I'm official. Officially official. From year three years ago, so... <laughs> um, it's called Parade of Nightmares. It is eight short stories. Each one features a different phobia. So if you have some phobias, maybe I covered yours. I covered both of mine. That was interesting. Trying to sit at my computer and type a horror story about my own phobia. I was like having constant adrenaline rushes the whole time. It was terrible. <laughs> the, <laughs> but no, you, def- you
1: definitely covered a couple of mine too. So yeah. What are yours? Uh, fear of heights and clowns. Ah,
0: nice. Minus heights and drowning. So. I'm going to need you to
1: write a story for my husband, though. And his fear of lawn gnomes. (laughs) (laughs) Fear of lawn gnomes? Legitimately. Like, you know how sometimes you can go into Joanne's in the craft section and stuff and You know, I shouldn't say craft section. All of Joanne's is a craft section. (laughs) But like they have those gnomes for, you know, garden decorations Mm -hmm. or, you know, you can set them on the sill in your kitchen or he will go down a different
0: aisle. (laughs) That's hilarious.
1: (laughs) And like when you when the Travelocity commercials used to come on with the traveling gnome, he would literally change the channel until his show came back on. Wow. That's
0: funny. Yeah. I may have to ship you a, a garden gnome now. <laughs> you gotta address it to him, though.
1: <laughs> no, I have to
0: address it to you, and then you can hide it somewhere. <laughs> and then it'll keep moving. That'll there get you better go. Part. It's like that one meme that shows this creepy doll in this girl's window, and it says, my daughter told me to throw this out, so I took it out of the trash, and now we wait. And it's <laughs> just sitting there on... Yes. <laughs> I should send you like five of the same gnome so that when he keeps destroying it, it keeps yes. popping back up again. There you go. Oh, uh, make sure he does not hear this episode. <laughs> okay. I'd like to keep my marriage intact. Yeah. <laughs> or at least skip the intro. <laughs> uh, Anyway, we're going to be talking about my book here in a couple of weeks and we're going to be spoiling it because we are going to talk about all the inside tidbits the author's cut sort of of the book and like things that inspired different stories and little details that you may not have noticed when you read it. That kind of stuff. So if you want a copy of the book to read before we spoil it um, you can get it off Amazon. You can either get a paper copy for like 11 bucks I think or you can get the um, the EAT E copy, what's it called? E reader, I don't know. E something, the Kindle version, whatever. Yeah, <laughs> one of those, the digital and, book, yes. And that's like three bucks for that one. So, I think, uh, yeah, so we're gonna do that.
1: But, today, but if you want to be really, really awesome and have a signed copy mm. from Cynthia, the amazing author herself. <laughs> We
0: do offer those over in our True Hauntings Etsy shop. That is true. It's 20 bucks in the Etsy shop and it is signed by myself and it's also signed by the illustrator who is Jimbo Tomorrow and he is an excellent excellent artist. Mm-hmm. So, yep, yeah, he did all the illustrations because it wouldn't be a proper phobia book without pictures to equally freak you out right along with the story so
1: (laughs) if cynthia's mind pictures weren't enough right
0: (laughs) all right today we're gonna read some stuff from our followers you Mm -hmm. guys thank you so much for writing in uh cat why don't you go first she's gonna read something off the facebook group absolutely this one is from miguel Mm
1: -hmm. and he says hello everyone I'm a truck driver, I'm a trucker by profession, and as we all know, we run at all hours of the day. I was driving in my truck, and I had a co-worker in her truck close behind me. We were running north on Highway 59, just coming into the town of Jefferson, Texas. The state had just redone the highway coming into Jefferson, so it may have been a factor to this when you start coming into Jefferson to your right is the high school and about a block or so down on the left is a church so we were carrying on a regular conversation over our CB radios when I saw a black figure sitting in the middle of the highway in the turning lane sitting on its butt with both hands behind its back one knee in the air and the other flat on the pavement oh wow so I told my co-worker hey look at the guy sitting there she came back on the radio after a bit and said, did you see that? And she said, it did not stand up. It just turned and ran on all fours towards the church and into the woods. We got out of there as fast as we could. Side note, Jefferson, Texas is the oldest town in Texas.
0: Mm. Wow. Skinwalker. Yeah, that's... That's creepy as crap. I am, My vote is Skinwalker. I am so intrigued by the idea of Skinwalkers. Like, I've seen documentaries about those and stuff, and it's just really, really cool. I mm-hmm. certainly would not want to bump into one, but no, that does scared. sound like it. Yeah, I mean, that's that's spooky creepy. Skinwalkers like are, demon, are very right? intriguing. It could be... Well... I don't believe in demons, but I mean, just because I don't believe in it doesn't mean it's not true. I do. There you go. I do. I do believe in them. Uh,
1: So yeah, I mean, it could be, I'm going to vote more towards Skinwalker, though.
0: Yeah. It was near a church, so that's the only reason why I thought demon, I don't know. But Skinwalker, like out in the country, I could see that. Yeah, that's creepy. They're pretty common in New Mexico. Oh, so that's right close by. Like, that's in the same vicinity.
1: Depending on where Jefferson, Texas is. I don't know where Jefferson, yeah, Texas is. That's true. that's true. But Texas thank you very huge. much, Miguel, for your submission. And I'm sure you see all kinds of crazy stuff being mm-hmm. out on trucking roads. And, you know, we've even covered some highways that are extra haunted. Mm-hmm. And so definitely keep us posted. Let us know if you see any, or, or experience anything else out there.
0: Yep, for sure. So I've got a quick little email about phantom smells from Elizabeth. So Elizabeth says, good day. I've just recently found your podcast. I'm enjoying listening. Thanks for sharing. You're welcome, Elizabeth. Thanks for listening. Yes, thanks for listening to our shenanigans. (laughs) She says, I've just listened to episode nine, Leslie's story. That was so long ago. (laughs) I'm not even sure that I remember that episode, to be totally honest with you. I would have to go back and listen to it. Right. But... um,
1: Shout out to all my other crazy podcast people, though. If you're like me and you're like, oh, I found this new show. Sounds really good. I'm going to start from the beginning and binge it. I did that, too. I did it with this podcast before
0: I started co-hosting it. So... I'm I'm with you guys. I get it. But side note, I'm really sorry about the audio in the first (laughs) couple of episodes because it's not great. It's I did not know what I was doing (laughs) and I was on my own, like just watching YouTube videos to try and learn how to do it. So yeah, some of those are rough. So bless your heart for listening to them. (laughs) All right, so she says, um, I just listened to episode nine, Leslie's story, and y'all, I love that she typed y'all. And y'all touched on phantom smells. To my understanding, a phantom smell is a smell that's out of place, comes out of nowhere. For example, after my father-in-law passed, my husband and I had several experiences. He felt a playful tug on his hair. He keeps a short buzz cut several times. He felt a playful tug on his hair. He keeps a short buzz cut several times. Once while walking down our empty hall at home and the other when he was driving his 18-wheeler down the road late at night. He had been driving a long time and was getting tired. The tug on his hair woke him and kept him from falling asleep at the wheel. Well, there you go. Yeah. I, however, would get it... I, however, would get random, strong wisps of cigarette smells at home. We don't smoke, and nobody was allowed to smoke inside. My father-in-law smoked two packs a day. (laughs) That cigarette smell, there was never anybody there and no smoke, was an example of a phantom smell. I've heard of people smelling flowers, perfume, or other smells that can be tied to people. Uh Uh-huh. So that's true. And I have an experience with that. Cigar, just, just to, from other stories
1: that we've read and, and, you know, things that we've done our own research mm-hmm. on and stuff movies and all that good stuff. Cigarettes and cigars are extremely common. Mm-hmm. Like if you're going to smell a phantom smell, it's probably from someone smoking a stogie. Like Yes.
0: for serious. That's my that's my story. So oh, yay. my my grandparents had a family friend named Nelson and he was elderly, older than my grandparents were at the time. And I was a kid, and he lived with my grandparents for a while. My nanny was taking care of him while he was aging and and stuff like that. His wife passed away before him. So um, he moved in with my grandparents, and I remember playing checkers with him. And, like, you know, I was a kid, and he was elderly, and, you know, I just spent time with him, that kind of thing. And when he passed away, I was probably like 10 or 12 at the most. And he smoked cigars. He smoked cigars a lot. He loved them. He did not smoke cigarettes, only cigars. And I used to ride my bike in my own neighborhood, not in Nan and Grandpa's neighborhood, but I would ride my bike in my own neighborhood all the time. And on the same streets, you know, I had a small neighborhood and I had to stay in that neighborhood. (laughs) So one day I was riding my bike, like just a maybe two days after he passed away, very soon after. And I turned a corner of one of the streets and just got overwhelmed with the smell of, of his specific cigar that he would always smoke. And it was odd to me at the time as a kid because I never smelled that before when I rode my bike. I, I'm i not aware that any neighbors of mine smoked those. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. This is the one and only time I ever smelled that specific cigar smell in my neighborhood it was That's a fun. couple days after he passed and the terrible thing is that when he he was an interesting man and he used to he knew that he was aging and he was going to pass away soon he had health issues and he used to tell my sister and I Tina and I he used to tell us that when he passed away, he would come back in the middle of the night and rub his icy cold hands down our backs. Why on earth that well, man told us righty. that? <laughs> so when he died, that fucked me up. I'm not gonna lie.
1: Goddamn, Nelson! Like <laughs> right? I know you're probably bitter about
0: dying, but why you gotta put it on the kids? Jesus! Jeez. And he would laugh about it. He thought it was hilarious. Well that would probably what?
1: (laughs) In fairness, that's probably what my husband's gonna do like if we have grandkids or anything like that. You know, neighborhood kids and stuff, he's gonna be like, You better watch out or I'm gonna come back and haunt you. (laughs) Oh, jeez.
0: Well, I got some, I had some sleepless nights for a good couple of weeks after he passed away. It took about a month for me to think, okay, maybe I'm safe. He hasn't done it yet, so I guess, I guess he, and he never did, so that's good, I guess. There you go. He was just messing with me, which is weird, but whatever. (laughs) And just real quick, I got an email, and this is not a story submission, But it is the coolest email I've ever gotten. It is too good to not shout out. (laughs) So I have to shout it out. It's from Jennifer. And she said, first of all, the subject line of this email says, holy shit. (laughs) And it says, I just found you guys. Stoked. Thanks for telling me stories on my porch. Sincerely, Jennifer. (laughs) You
1: rock, Jennifer.
0: (laughs) Right? That's the best email ever. Love it. Keep those coming. Blah. that's kind of funny that um
1: Elizabeth's husband experienced something on a road as a trucker Miguel's a trucker and this next story is from a gal whose dad is a trucker so totally by accident we have a theme going on today guys nice This story is from Dawn, and she says, Hi, everyone. I thought I'd share one of the things that happened to me. My dad used to do some truck driving when I was young. When I was about four years old, my mom and I joined him on a long-distance trip. We pulled over for Dad to have a rest break, and I promptly said, It's not much further, as we follow this road, and we'll go through some trees, and then we'll go around a corner, and the factory we're going to will be on the left. Mom and Dad put it down to a child's active imagination only to find that I was spot on when it came to the factory. It was exactly as I said. I often feel that I've been somewhere before, but whether this is just my mind going overtime or not, I'm not sure. Thanks for reading. Wow. So, like, you're four and obviously you've never been on that trip with your dad before and you just you
0: know where things are like that I love Premish and stuff Mm -hmm. listen did you know your left from your right at four years old I didn't no I can't really remember when I was four yeah for a four year old to be like oh it's gonna be on the left after this turn and that turn and that turn right she's giving full on directions yeah
1: That's cool. So, thank you very much, Dawn, for your Mm -hmm. your submission. We love it. I am definitely. Please send us
0: those.
1: Yep. Yep. (laughs) Yep. Yep. We'll we'll share it with you. I am I am a big believer in deja vu, though, Mm -hmm. and and like experience. Glitch in the Matrix. Yes, definitely. Mm -hmm. I am I am Mm. on board with the glitch in the Matrix. I'm not sure what the matrix is yet. I know popular opinion is that mm-hmm. we're just being farmed for aliens, <laughs> <laughs> um, but I've I've absolutely felt some deja vu before several times, oh, yeah, and it's too. it's strong and it mm-hmm. is honestly really freaky because you're especially living in Alabama now and like I've never been to Alabama before we moved here and and feeling deja vu and stuff like it's like what what Mm -hmm. what
0: (laughs) there's one time that happened to me and Marshall and I were getting in the car and I had Dairy Queen ice cream a cup of ice cream and I set it in the floor for a moment so that I could you know get myself situated Mm -hmm. and I the minute I set it on the floor and took my hand away I fully saw it fall over and spill onto the floor of the car. And I, and I thought to myself, that's going to spill. And then a second later, it did spill and in, in the exact way and spilled in the same pattern. Like it, what I saw in my head happened just seconds later. And I remember being pissed and thinking, well, that was too fast. I couldn't do anything about it like, <laughs> if you're gonna show it to me at least give me a chance to stop it you know Mm-hmm. Mm. Wow. Well, i i
1: there's a whole movie about premonitions too with sandra bullock it's pretty
0: good sandra bullock which one is that do i know it's, that? One? it's
1: literally called premonition
0: oh i don't think i've seen it that's good i love her i should see that movie i love her too yeah she's amazing so I saw a video recently. I think I might have posted it in the Facebook group. I'm not sure if I did or not. I did. I did because it talked about how human beings can only see in a very small range of light and that all the other ranges are we are blind to. They exist all around us, but we can't see them. And also hearing, like we can only hear a certain range of decibels or whatever. And all the other ranges exist and they're happening and we just can't hear them. And that, and I heard that and I posted it in the Facebook group because gosh, I feel like that explains so much. That explains this is why you need a cat. <laughs> right. I have they a cat. <laughs> can, they can see all of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I just thought, wow, how cool is that? That, that totally explains Hauntings and why things happen around us that we can't see or hear. Maybe that even explains EVPs, like electronic voice phenomenon. Why we can record um, answers to our questions that we couldn't hear with our ears. Maybe. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I would have. I'm to... totally
1: on board with that.
0: Yeah. I don't. I would have to research. Like, can recording devices record? decibels that we can't hear and then when we play it back it makes it to where we can that's the only way that would work
1: no i'm i totally believe in that and and being able to to transmit it so that we can hear it i think that that Mm -hmm. could absolutely be a thing and i do fully believe that there are people that are more sensitive and more aware of of things Mm -hmm. that the average person cannot see or hear because yeah. i live with one and he sees shit all the time <laughs> and he's and like he'll just get on I'm starting to notice when he sees or hears things <laughs> cuz we've been together for a hot minute now mm-hmm. and he'll get kind of weird and like cock his head in an odd way and i'm like there's something i should be aware of and he's like no it's gone
0: now you're good <laughs> oh my gosh <laughs> nice so. uh, yeah I, I do that and my husband's like Ugh, okay because <laughs> like, he doesn't believe in any of it ever mm. so he just blows it off but it's fine we've been married for more than a hot minute 25 yeah. years is many many hot minutes so <laughs> I'm used to his non-believer you know shine the Mm non-believer shine do you have any other ones off of facebook that you want to read i do not those
1: those were the only ones that we have so far but i'm sure we will have more submissions Mm -hmm. because you guys are always experiencing new and cool stuff and i love that y'all share it with us all the time
0: yes and please join the facebook group and post your spooky things Just if you don't want us to read it on the show, then type that in the post. Because otherwise, we will likely want to read it. You're fair game, bitches. Right? (laughs) So you've been warned. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, that's what we got. We just wanted to chit chat about you guys' spooky experiences. And until next time, we'll spook you later. (laughs) he <laughs>